Welcome to Seaweed Safari, a podcast where we dive into the fascinating world of seaweed. I'm your host, Kane Fox, and I'm on a mission to uncover the many wonders of this versatile marine plant. From its history, uses and benefits, to the impact of sustainable harvesting and cultivation practices. Get ready to learn about different types of seaweed, their cultural significance and the potential future applications. So grab that wetsuit and let's dive right in. Hello and welcome to the final episode of Season 1. In today's episode, we'll be discussing some exciting recent developments in the world of seaweed. Firstly, we'll take a look at some sargassum seaweed that's been making its way to the shores of Florida in the USA. Then, we'll explore the innovative use of seaweed farming offshore at wind farms. Finally, we'll discuss the Indonesian government's push towards the use of seaweed as a source of renewable energy. So, come along and join us as we discover the latest news and advancements in the world of seaweed. Let's dive right in to a massive, ever-growing blob of brown seaweed that's been causing trouble on the shores of Florida. Last year, the USA witnessed a record-breaking amount of sargassum seaweed wash up on the beaches of the Sunshine State, Florida. And it looks like this year is going to be just as bad. Scientists are monitoring a huge patch of sargassum in the Atlantic that is expected to hit Florida's shores during the summer months. But what is sargassum, and why is it causing such a stink? Researchers said that there have already been reports of the seaweed washing up in the Florida Keys. If the trend continues, it could have serious consequences for the state's environment and the economy. So what can be done about sargassum and the invasion currently in Florida? Unfortunately, there is no easy answer, but scientists and researchers are working towards a better understanding of what causes these large blooms and explore potential solutions. One approach is to remove the seaweed from beaches and coastal areas, but this can be a difficult and labour-intensive task, especially when dealing with massive amounts of sargassum. Another potential solution is to find ways to utilise the seaweed such as turning it into fertiliser, 
are using it to create biofuels. This could not only help reduce the negative impacts, but also improve the coastal communities by providing economic benefits. Ultimately, the best solution may be to address the underlying causes of these large sargassum blooms, such as reducing fertilizer runoff and combating climate change. This will require a concerted effort from individuals, businesses and governments around the world. Next up, why Amazon, seaweed and wind farms have been in the news. Seaweed farming is becoming an increasingly popular method of carbon sequestration, as it has the potential to absorb large amounts of carbon dioxide from the atmosphere. In recent years, Amazon has been investing in nature-based solutions, including seaweed farming to mitigate carbon emissions outside of its value chain and supplement the carbon reduction efforts the company is driving across its operations. Amazon has committed 100 million US dollars to the Right Now Climate Fund, a fund for nature-based solutions to restore and conserve forests, wetlands and grasslands around the world. One of the most innovative nature-based solutions Amazon is investing in is seaweed farming, which is proving to be a promising way to remove CO2 from the atmosphere. Amazon is funding the world's first commercial-scale seaweed farm located between offshore wind turbines. The project, known as North Sea Farm 1, will be located in a wind farm off the coast of the Netherlands and will test and improve methods of seaweed farming while researching the potential of seaweed to sequester carbon. By locating the seaweed farm in previously empty space between turbines, the project is able to expand seaweed cultivation in the otherwise heavily used North Sea. If seaweed farming were to expand to occupy the entire space occupied by wind farms, which is expected to be about 1 million hectares by 2040, it could reduce millions of tonnes of CO2 annually. According to North Sea Farmers, the non-profit organisation leading this project. North Sea Farm 1 is managed by a consortium of scientific researchers and partners from the seaweed industry. The consortium hopes that North Sea Farm 1 will evolve into a blueprint for offshore seaweed farming worldwide. Amazon is granting 1.6 million US dollars to create this seaweed farm and carry out a year's scientific research into carbon reduction through seaweed farming. It also aims to kickstart innovation in offshore seaweed farming. The grant will provide the investment required to construct a 10-hectare seaweed farm, 
which can be expected to produce at least 6,000 kilograms of fresh seaweed in its first year. This funding will also support North Sea farmers in analysing and improving the farm's production capabilities. At the same time, researchers will explore the potential of seaweed farms to remove carbon from the atmosphere, modelling the impacts of large-scale seaweed farms. The non-profit hopes these findings will play a role in scaling the industry. North Sea Farm, and many more like it, also provide an opportunity to create jobs through the farming and production of seaweed-based products. While seaweed farming is still a relatively small-scale industry in Europe, it has the potential to scale up significantly in the coming years. While offshore wind farms and seaweed farming offer many potential benefits, there are also some possible negative impacts that do need to be considered. One concern is the impact on marine life. The installation of offshore wind turbines and seaweed farms can disrupt habitats and migration patterns of marine animals such as fish and whales. Additionally, the noise and vibrations from turbines and farm infrastructure can have an impact on marine life. Another concern is the impact on the visual landscape. Offshore wind farms can have a significant impact on the appearance of the coastline and views from land. While some people appreciate the aesthetic of the wind turbine, others find them unsightly and disruptive to the natural landscape. Furthermore, offshore wind farms and seaweed farms can have significant environmental impact during the construction phase. The construction process can involve the use of heavy machinery, which can harm the marine environment and disrupt habitats. Additionally, the installation of turbines and infrastructure can cause sediment displacement, potentially leading to increased turbidity and reduced water quality. Despite these concerns, offshore wind farms and seaweed farms also offer significant potential benefits, particularly in the context of combating climate change. The generation of renewable energy from offshore wind farms can help to reduce reliance on fossil fuels and decrease carbon emissions. Similarly, seaweed farming has the potential to sequester large amounts of carbon, potentially helping to mitigate the effects of climate change. In addition, the use of offshore wind farms and seaweed farms can help to create new jobs and stimulate economic growth. The development of these industries can also provide opportunities for the development of new technologies and innovations in the field of renewable energy and sustainable agriculture. Amazon's investment in North Sea Farm 1 represents a commitment to exploring the potential of nature-based solutions to combat climate change, while also 
acknowledging the need to address the potential negative impacts of offshore wind farms. By investing in research and development in this area, Amazon is helping to advance the understanding of the potential benefits and challenges of offshore wind farms and seaweed farms, and contribute to the development of sustainable and responsible practices in these industries. Next up, we're going to look a bit more into Indonesia and its current use of seaweed as a source of renewable energy. Indonesia is the largest archipelago in the world. With over 17,000 islands, it is located in the heart of the Coral Triangle, which is known for its rich marine biodiversity. Indonesia is also the home to the third largest coastline in the world, which provides a perfect environment for the growth of seaweed. Seaweed has been an important part of the Indonesian diet for centuries. The country has a long history of seaweed cultivation, and this practice dates back to the 14th century. Today, Indonesia is the second largest seaweed producer in the world, after China. The country's seaweed production is estimated to be around 11.5 million tonnes per year, with most of it coming from small-scale farmers. Seaweed farming in Indonesia is a community-based activity. It provides a source of livelihood for many coastal communities. The seaweed is grown on lines that are suspended from bamboo poles or anchored to the seabed. The farmers harvest the seaweed by hand and it is then dried and sold to middlemen or traders. The dried seaweed is used for various purposes including food, cosmetics and pharmaceuticals. Seaweed has long been recognised as a potential source of renewable energy. The biomass from seaweed can be converted into biofuels such as biogas, bioethanol and biodiesel. Seaweed can also be used to produce hydrogen, which can be used to power fuel cells. The conversion of seaweed biomass into biofuels is an attractive option because it does not compete with food crops for land and resources. In Indonesia, there has been a growing interest in using seaweed as a source of renewable energy. The government has launched several initiatives to promote the use of seaweed for bioenergy, and many research institutions and companies are working on developing technologies to convert seaweed biomass into biofuel. One of the most promising technologies for converting seaweed biomass into biofuel is anaerobic digestion. Anaerobic digestion is a process of which microorganisms break down organic material in the absence of oxygen. The process produces biogas, which can be used to generate electricity 
or heat. Several pilot projects have been carried out in Indonesia to test the feasibility of using seaweed for anaerobic digestion. Another technology that has been developed in Indonesia is the production of bioethanol from seaweed. This is a renewable fuel that can be used as a substitute for gasoline. The production of bioethanol from seaweed involves the conversion of the seaweed biomass into sugar, which is then fermented to produce ethanol. Several companies in Indonesia are working on developing technologies for the production of bioethanol from seaweed. So in conclusion, seaweed is a versatile and valuable resource with many potential uses. It has already been successfully employed in the food and cosmetics industry, and now its potential for use in biofuel and renewable energy production is being explored. Indonesia has the potential to become a major player in the seaweed biofuel industry, with a large coastline and abundant seaweed resources. The government has already taken steps to promote the development of this industry, including thorough research partnerships and financial incentives. However, there are still many challenges to be overcome, such as the need for more efficient harvesting and processing techniques, as well as the development of sustainable cultivation practices. These challenges will require collaboration between government, industry and academia, as well as continued investment in research and development. Despite these challenges, the potential benefits of seaweed biofuel and renewable energy production are not clear. Not only could it provide a sustainable source of energy and reduce Indonesia's dependence on fossil fuels, but it could also create a new economic opportunity and support rural communities. As global demand for renewable energy continues to grow, seaweed biofuel has the potential to become an increasingly important component of the renewable energy mix. With Indonesia's abundant seaweed resource and growing interest in renewable energy, the country is well positioned to take advantage of this opportunity and become a leader in the seaweed biofuel industry. As we come to the end of Season 1 of Seaweed Safari, we hope you've enjoyed learning about the many wonders of seaweed and its potential uses, from its incredible nutritional value to its uses in various industries, seaweed truly is a remarkable resource. We want to thank you, our listeners, for joining us on this journey of discovery. We hope you've gained a newfound appreciation for seaweed and its many benefits. We'll be back soon with Season 2, where we'll continue to explore fascinating world of seaweed. We will also 
have many guests on our show to give a better understanding of the multiple opportunities this plant can offer. We are currently looking for more guests to interview from various backgrounds and industries related to seaweed. So if you have a suggestion or you yourself are interested in being a guest on the show, reach out and let us know. Until then, thank you for listening to Seaweed Safari. And don't forget to like, subscribe and share our podcast. And why not leave us a rating on whichever podcast platform you use? You can also find us on Instagram and TikTok by searching for Seaweed Safari, the podcast. Till next time, thank you for listening. See you soon.